0: To the fantasy's finest fantasy football podcast here are your hosts william spencer Jalen mcqueen and mark carter Ew, what's going on world welcome back to another episode of the fantasy's finest podcast you know who it is it's your boy will spencer i am the host and i'm i'm kind of bummed man and, and and rightfully so it's just watching my squad get the, get the ever loving smack beat out of them every week. <laughs> it's hard to watch. They caught a beat down by the Eagles, uh, you know, last week it was, you know, to be expected, but it's just like, dang. and then the defense finally came out to play. Like they played better than they've played in weeks. All for nothing. Like this is the kind of attitude you should have had a few weeks ago, but I guess it's better than nothing at this point. Um, it's just going to be what it is for the rest of the season. I don't think we win another game Uh, realistically. I mean, just look at the rest of the schedule. You can look and see for yourself. Like, it's like, there's no other W on the schedule. Like we can't even beat people in our own division. Um, We don't have a quarterback. So Jerry better get ready to pay up some major bucks. This off season coming up. Cause there's no excuse why you let Dak walk out the door or try and hit him with the franchise tag because, honestly, that's not good enough. Thirty-seven million is the floor, and I don't even think you should start there in terms of contracts. And before anybody says, "Oh well, will he got hurt? How are you gonna pay him more money?" Um, you're not gonna factor in the injury. Listen, you're not gonna do none of that. If you really want, if you really want to remain competitive in the division, that's for I won't say completely vulnerable because the Eagles are still going to be in a position to be competitive. The Giants and the Washington football team no, not so much. I'm not worried about them. And the only reason I say the Eagles is because they have an established base. They have they've gotten younger. They still have a lot to do in the offseason, but let's be real. Are you going to expect the giants or the Washington team to come out and win a division with the Cowboys and the Eagles healthy. Like, let's be serious. That's not going to happen. So the Dallas just got some work to do in the off season, man. I just, I'm ready to get through the season already, man. I mean, not, not for, for my Cowboys, not for fantasy fantasy wise, man, I'm catching a beat down in my top tier league. I uh, fell to two and, six i think it's it's rough out there in these uh fantasy streets man i lost by four tom brady started slow against the giants which should have been a cakewalk game because the giants are trash should have blew them balls out but instead i got a slow start gronk still doing his thing you know i'm not gonna take a victory lap on that because i already said gronk was gonna be good this season and everybody you know, laughed at me. Oh, you know, Gronk ain't played in a year. Well, Gronk balling right now. So if you had him on your fantasy team and you kept him or you got him back off waivers, you're probably looking pretty at the tight end position because Brady's looking for him. Um, but it's, it's not everywhere. Like I have a bunch of leagues and I'm doing pretty well in most of them. There's like maybe a handful of teams, maybe three to four teams that are just like, on the outside looking in, but one game could change the perspective for that team. So I don't know, man. It's just no matter what I do to set my lineups in this league, I just can't get it right. So maybe this week I catch a break. Highly doubt it because that just seems to be the way that things are going in this league, but I'm not going to give up. I still got moves to, I got moves to make on the waiver wire. I already kind of set my lineup. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm going to post my team on uh, Twitter a little later on. Um and let y'all see what what I'm working with. If you managed to, well, we already did a uh, Victory Tuesday, which is up on our social media. So if you happen to see it, you know, check it out and drop a drop a pic of a player that helped you win week eight. Um, that was one of the things we were doing on there on our social media. Um, but it's brutal out here, man, between COVID and injuries and. Every player is going down. You'll see when we get into the news, players are just dropping left and right, man. This is a rough, this is a rough, rough season to say the least. So if you're doing well, you know, more power to you because you've managed to somehow dodge a whole heck of bullets to get to this point. If you were four or five or six wins up, more power to you. It is not easy. And I got a couple of teams that are winning. It's just, I, I recognize, (laughs) i recognize the struggle to say the least but let's get into the episode man in this episode we're gonna keep it a little short this time we're gonna do our cop and drop um get you guys ready for week nine um we're gonna do the waivers and let you know because of injuries we gotta let you know who you could possibly be looking at to grab off of waivers so that you can better your team a lot of players are falling by the wayside you got buys coming in so we're gonna get into that and um That'll probably be the beef of our episode today. I'm not going to do studs and duds uh, for this week, but we'll definitely get into some cop and drop so you can get ready for week nine. And, of course, you know we got to cover the news, which is up next. But before we jump into that, you know what you got to do. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Fantasy's Finest. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast. It's on Google, Apple. We're on iHeartRadio now, Spotify, and a bunch more. Just search Fantasy's Finest. Hit that subscribe button. And, you know, do us a little favor, man. Share the podcast. Share it with your friends. Even if you don't listen to you, are a hater and you don't like me, you know, for whatever reason, because I'll be talking trash on Twitter. Send it to them anyway. Maybe I'll get a laugh out, out of it. So, you know, because everybody always saying that, Oh, man, your your takes are bad. Will. your takes are bad. That's cool. But you still seeing them. You ain't blocked me yet. <laughs> so I must be doing something right. They can't all be bad. <laughs> I have had some doozies though. I'm not even going to cap like, ah, the one that came up, uh, one of my followers, we was talking about it. Uh, I sat Tariq, uh, not Tariq, uh, Terry McLaurin versus Arizona. And he went off, man, you talk about kicking yourself, <laughs> but look, man, I'm not going to get all of them. Right. But when I do, when I do get them, right, show me some love. Hey, everybody will talk about, Oh, you not you're getting them wrong. You're getting them wrong. All right, cool. So when I get them right, You're going to show me love, right? You're going to retweet those tweets. Like when I did the uh, Chase Claypool against the Eagles, everybody was calling me a hater because, oh, you're just a Cowboys fan. You're just just biased. And then what happened? What did Chase Claypool do that week? He went off. But all my haters was quiet. (laughs) So I'm like, you got to show me some love when I'm right, man. That's all. Make sure you follow me on Twitter too, at hype underscore finest. Follow my boys Jalen and Mark. Ace underscore ECA four and McNux at McNux. Give us some give us show us some love on Twitter, man. Get us get some followers up so we can keep talking this football and fantasy football trash with you guys, man. We really appreciate it. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. News time. All right, now, to start off our new segment, George Kittle and Jimmy Garoppolo will be landing on IR. Uh, Kittle suffered a small fracture in his foot. He is expected to miss eight weeks, which is basically the rest of the season. So he's going to be landing on IR. Jimmy Garoppolo, on the other hand, suffered a high ankle injury. He's expected to be out indefinitely. Not that he was doing much to begin with, but that's another story. Now... Nick Bones will take over for Jimmy Garoppolo and Jordan Reed is returning from IR with. He suffered a knee injury earlier in the season. He was limited in practice for Tuesday. If you're looking for somebody to grab off waivers, might be looking at Jordan Reed, but remember he's made a glass too. So it's only a matter of time before he go down. (laughs) All right, moving along. Miles Gaskins suffered an MCL sprain. He will be out for the next three weeks. So, if you have him on your fantasy team, you better pivot to somebody else. Maybe Matt Breda. I'm giving away some stuff, man. We're supposed to be talking about this in the waiver section. So, I, you know, I, you know, come on, common sense, man. If Miles Gaskins is going down, you got to look at maybe Matt Breda or maybe they activate Jordan Howard and get them going, get something going between them two. We don't know. Um, Howard – particularly has been a healthy scratch up until this point in the season. So we don't really know if he's going to get some burn now or are they just going to let Matt Brader rock with it. More than likely he'll be activated, but we don't know what kind of role he's going to have. So uh, it's a little touch and go. Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon will be out for week nine. Uh, The Packers play the 49ers for Thursday Night Football, and A.J. Dillon uh, tested positive for covid Jamal Williams was considered a close contact. So both of them will be out and it will be placed on the COVID list. That sucks. And to make it worse, Aaron Jones, they don't believe he's going to be ready in time to play for Thursday night football. So they're going to be pulling other guys up from God knows where <laughs> they are going to be pulling them out of day behind in order to get ready for this game. So you already have Aaron Jones out with a, uh, calf injury and then you lose Jamal Williams who was actually doing pretty good uh the last couple weeks with Aaron Jones being out. He saw a large majority of the work. And then the rookie AJ Dillon test positive. So now you you basically lost all three running backs. So even if let's say Williams was to be able to collect uh contact test positives rather for COVID now you don't even get the to, to play the rookie. So that sucks for the Packers. Um, we'll, I'll, I'll, I'll be posting about their possible waiver situation in an article um, when we post it on thefantasyfinance.com. So that our waiver uh, article for this week will be up shortly. So be on the lookout for that. Kenny Galladay is out for week nine. He suffered a hip injury in week eight. He's considered week to week, but you won't have him this week. So Marvin Jones looks to be getting... Uh, more involved in the offense for the Lions. Um, T.J. Hawkinson looks like a good play this week uh, because there's going to be targets, you know, spread out because Galladay's not there. And T.Y. Hilton dodged the bullet. He had a groin injury during the Week Eight game. All right, let's let's cut to the chase real quick for him. He's been a bum, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to fully blame him for his bum season that he's having Phillip rivers. They just don't throw to wide receivers in the, for the Colts. It's, it's, it's baffling because they do have some talent there. Zach Pascal. He showed a little something. I mean, he's not, he's not a big time wide receiver, but they don't throw to any wide receivers. Marcus, Marcus uh, Johnson. He had a good game before the bye, And then he caught what? Three targets. He got three targets or something. He had nothing. Michael Pittman came back from IR. Nothing. It's it's basically the tight ends and the running backs. And then occasionally, a wide receiver will pop. And it's like, okay, he could be a waiver wire option. But then, nothing. I I don't get it, man. I feel bad for Hilton because he finally got a quarterback that can actually throw downfield when they moved on from Jacoby Brissett. And then he gets shafted by by. By Rivers, if I'm Hilton, man, I don't want to be there anymore. I want to, I want out. That's just, that's just me. I, I couldn't be there anymore. And finally, Ben DiNucci. I can't even get hyped for this. He, He's getting benched. <laughs> the the Cowboys would not be starting him for week nine, uh, which makes sense because he was bad against the Eagles. They played the Steelers for week nine. Oh, and let's not forget Andy Dalton. Uh, contracted he tested positive for COVID-19 he's going to be out he's going to be placed on a COVID injured list so Ben DiNucci is getting benched Andy Dalton is out for another week so you're looking at Garrett Gilbert and possibly Cooper Rush to come in and take snaps at the quarterback position for the Cowboys basically don't start Cowboys this week do not do it to yourself CeeDee Lamb on the bench. Amari Cooper should have been on the bench. Danny Schultz, maybe. <laughs> but against the Steelers, nah. I I you it's too way too risky to start Cowboys. Zeke, if you have him, you're probably gonna have to play him. But yeah, he's gonna be running uphill most of the game. No no shot for Zeke. No shot whatsoever. Sit your Cowboys players Don't start the defense Don't start none of them It's not worth it Don't do it to yourself But that'll wrap up For our news Now let's get into Our cop and drop Let's talk about some waivers Cop or drop All right, so let's get into this. Um, I think what I'm going to start with, I'm going to give you guys a couple of streamers at QB who I think have some interesting games this week, uh, particularly these two guys. I'm going to give you two. So my first one is Drew Locke versus Atlanta. We know that Atlanta's defense has been suspect this whole season. They've been giving up a large uh, majority of fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks so far this season. So I think Drew Locke would be a good pickup. If you need a quarterback uh, at this point, I mean, if hopefully you've been able to make a move beforehand to grab a quarterback. But if you're in dire straits and you need a quarterback play this week, um, Drew Locke against Atlanta would be good. Um, I like Matthew Stafford versus the Minnesota Vikings. Now, he doesn't have Kenny Galladay, but he still I think he still has enough weapons with T.J. Hawkinson and Marvin Jones to get it done hopefully to get the running backs involved a little sprinkle of De- DeAndre Swift um and that might be able to get the edge in that game um and my last I'll throw in an extra one Cam Newton versus the New York Jets the Jets oh let's be let's be fair Cam hasn't been great but the Jets their defense sucks I mean did you okay we know it's Patrick Mahomes I'm going to say that but did you see what he did to them? <laughs> like he threw five touchdowns. He threw five touchdowns on the Jets. Now I know they bad, but Jesus Christ, you couldn't like you couldn't slow him down at least four hundred yards through the air plus, and five touchdowns. <laughs> Come on, Cam Cam ain't throwing five touchdowns. I mean, first of all, he don't have nobody to throw to. I mean, Julian Edelman's on IR. Uh, Nikhil Harry is bad. Demir Bird is too sometimey They have no wide receiver. You would think that after not having Tom Brady this season, Bill Belichick would have, they would have tried to draft a wide receiver that was actually worth something. I, I don't get it, but they're in, if the Patriots aren't in full tank mode right now, I mean, at the very least they could beat the jets. Cam Newton still has a rushing floor. Uh, he had 54 yards on the ground last week or f- around 50 plus. So at the very least, you'll get a rushing score. You may get a rushing score, um, maybe close to 200 yards passing, um, and but you still know he's going to run the ball. So at the very least, Cam is a solid streaming option for against the Jets this week. Now we go more further into this waiver wire thing. Let's talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Now Mark Ingram is still banged up. He's still got a messed up ankle. Um, it's been speculated that he may not be able to practice uh, this week per uh, head coach, John Harbaugh. So if he's unable to go again, you're looking at Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins doing a split like they did last week against the Steelers. And they did pretty well. Um, Gus Edwards saw uh, just slightly more carries than JK Dobbins, but JK Dobbins benefited from the yardage total and, um, Edwards actually saw more goal line work than Dobbins. So at, at the very least, you know what you're getting from them, too. Um, they're going to split carries. I think it was like 16 to 15 in terms of uh, carries between both running backs. So if you're looking for a little edge in scoring, you might lean towards uh, Gus Edwards, uh, who will benefit from getting the goal line work. But Dobbins is going to get enough work um, to be involved in the offense, too. So if Ingram is out again for week nine, I would check waivers. I would scoop those two guys up off of waivers and then hope that Mark Ingram, they're going to give Mark Ingram a break and let him heal and let him rest that ankle. Um, Next up, Darnell Mooney. Now, he's kind of come out of nowhere the last, maybe I say maybe the last two weeks. He's been getting a lot of uh, deep shots. I could have said that better. He's been in a lot of deep balls. That didn't sound better either. <laughs> Basically, Nick Foles has been looking for him down the field. If it's not Allen Robinson, it's been Darnell Mooney. Now, I will say Anthony Miller did see a lot more targets than Mooney did. Uh, he saw 11 targets, so I believe Mooney six. But he still had a large share in the re- uh, receiving yards. And he's not... I'll, I'll say at the very least, with between Anthony Miller and Darren L. Mooney, I feel like Anthony Miller is chasing points. He's going to be on waivers. He hasn't really done anything this whole season. Um, he's been very inconsistent. But I can't risk, at this point, I can't risk taking a shot on Anthony Miller and then throwing him in my lineup and he give me another dud week. He saw 11 targets. That was great. But because he's been so inconsistent, I can't trust him. Darnell Mooney in a deeper league, um, I would take the shot. If he's seeing about five to six targets or somewhere around there a game, I would definitely take the shot on Mooney and just maybe hold him for a week and see how he does, and if it looks more consistent based on his past production and then week nine and see how he does, I might put him in my lineup based on the matchup. But Darnell, Darnell Mooney is going to be out there for waivers, and if you need a wide receiver, uh, check him out. Zach Moss is another running back, especially in a time where everybody is getting hurt. Zach Moss scored two touchdowns. He's getting the goal line work for the Buffalo Bills. Um, It wasn't even split in terms of uh, carries between him and Devin Singletary, but they're going to use Zach Moss at the goal line. So he gets the edge for me there. He's only owned in about 30, 31% of NFL leagues. So if he's on the waiver wire in your league, just check him out. Uh, I will put in a claim to get him. Um, If I had to do a priority between him and Gus Edwards and J.K. Dobbins, I would probably put Moss at the top um, because you already know what the situation there in Buffalo is. Moss is going to split work with Devin Singletary, but that's all there is. Mark Ingram is eventually going to come back, and when he does, it's going to muck up that situation between – him uh, Dobbins and Edwards. But for now, if Edwards, like I said, if Ingram doesn't play, then Edwards and Dobbins are playable options for week nine. But long-term, it would be Zach Moss. And then if an injury happens to Devin Singletary, you already know Moss is going to see the work. So Moss, I would go Moss, then Edwards, then J.K. Dobbins. Next up, Jordan... This burns me up. This one right here burns me up. Jordan Wilkins, and I really didn't want to put him as a waiver wire option this week, but with Jonathan Taylor picking up that ankle injury after the game, um, it does concern me. Dude saw 20 carries. He saw 20 carries in a game where Jonathan Taylor could have went off. They played the Detroit Lions. They suck against the run. And that's what burns me because this was a Taylor game. Taylor didn't get hurt until after the game was over, according to reports um, and from Frank Reich himself. He said he didn't know about the ankle injury until after the game. So if he didn't get hurt during the game and I haven't seen any. I normally when injuries pop up, you know, certain certain fantasy accounts are on it or people are talking about it. And I didn't see anything during the game that was like, oh, wow, Taylor's hurt. Somebody might want to check up on him. But if he was healthy, he had to have been hurt. I'll say this much. My perspective is he had to be hurt during the game because he only had 11 carries through the whole game. And around the third, early in the third quarter, that number ain't changed. Jordan Wilkins was still getting the work in and Taylor was like non-existent. And then Naeem Hines was getting carries. Like what the, you no, know, he was getting carries. He got a couple of carries, but he did more damage in the air. And I'm like, what the dudes? he got two touchdowns too? That's told a Taylor touchdowns, <laughs> But if Taylor is banged up a little bit and for whatever reason, let's say he can't go this week, Jordan Wilkins is going to be that. He's going to be the next man up. They're going to use Naeem Hines as the pass, and ca- pass catching back. So Jordan Wilkins is going to get all the carries on the ground. It hurts to say that because I really wanted George, Jonathan Taylor to, to blow up this week. I had him as a start. It was a shoe in game. There was nothing that could be wrong. And then all of a sudden he he picks up an injury somewhere along in the game. So Jordan Wilkins is available on waivers. Um, He's going to be that guy you're going to grab uh, in the event that Jonathan Taylor is not going to be able to play this week. I don't think they're going to break out into a full running back committee type situation. I just think that they discovered Taylor was hurt or banged up or something was wrong. And they were like, okay, well, since he's not 100%, we're going to throw Wilkins out there. And that's what it looked like throughout the course of the game. Um, I say after halftime. That's what it looked like to me. If it's different, you saw something different, let me know. But that's what I saw so for, for that point. Um, and I have one more, Miko Harmon. Miko Harmon is likely still available on waivers. Um, he's owned, and I think about 20% of NFL leagues. He had a blow-up game, 96 yards receiving, 7 of 9. Um, he scored a touchdown. He's, a, he's, he's turning into what we hoped he would be right now. We wanted it earlier in the season, but he's coming along right now. He's still a little bit inconsistent. He's still more, you know, boom or bust category because you know Patrick Mahomes is still going to look at uh Tariq Hill and Travis Travis Kelsey those are his two those are his guys those are his big guns but Miko Harmon is turning into a guy that's becoming more and more dangerous he's just as fast as, as Tariq Hill if not faster okay maybe that's a stretch but he's still quick ball got some speed so and I think what what he benefits from is the fact that Sammy Watkins has been out. Um, he's been able to see more time on the field. Miko Harmon could be a nice pickup. Uh, I would say he's no he's no better than a flex option right now, because like I said, his his work so far the season has been inconsistent. But if he can continue to be an option for Patrick Mahomes, Miko Harmon is going to be a problem, man. He's going to be a serious problem. But that's all I'm giving y'all. I'm not giving y'all no more. If you want out, if you want the total list for this week, make sure you stop by the dot and check out our waiver wire uh, uh, article that'll be dropping shortly. That'll wrap it up for this episode. I told you it wasn't gonna be too long. I'm not gonna tag y'all here this time. Now, next time I might drag it out, but. That's going to be it for this episode. You know what you got to do. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, on our social media, Instagram, Facebook. Come check out our Facebook page. Make sure, like I said earlier, to stop by Um, Leave some comments and some feedback and let us know what you think. I'm trying to get more articles out. Uh, your boy just got a new job, so I'm trying to wiggle that in there. But um, I'm definitely trying to get more articles out, some more opinion stuff, some more uh Some more player news and things like that. I want to do more, a little bit more on the update side. So um, be on the lookout for some more work. I'm going to definitely try and get that in and get that on the uh, website. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to Google, Apple, iHeart, Spotify. We're all on there. And make sure you check out our our Wave Hub just in case you don't feel like scrolling or you can't find it or you haven't been able to search or it hasn't popped up for whatever reason. Um, our wave hub is a link on our social media on twitter our pinned post our pin tweet rather has the wave link there so if you hit the link it'll take you to our podcast hub it's got all our social media stuff on there it's got all the links to our podcast and where it's available the website is on there you can listen to the podcast episodes on wave too so it's all it's one-stop shop so you ain't got no excuse (laughs) But that'll wrap it up for this episode. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll be sure to check out – not check out. Make sure you check us out in our next episode on Thursday. Y'all take it easy and be safe. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.